2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. To Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace and mercy and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve from my forefathers with, with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the unfaked faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois, and in thy mother Eunice, mm -hmm. and I am persuaded that in thee also. Amen. Wherefore, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, yes, yes. which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Mm -hmm. For God hath not given us on, the spirit of fear, yes, but of power and of love and of a Sound mind. Yes, Lord. Yes. Be not, Amen. be not therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me as his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God, yes. who have saved us mm -hmm. and called us with an holy calling, yes. calling, and not according to our works but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Amen. Wow. Wow. Fearless faith. Precious Lord, give us fearless faith. Give us a faith that can stand the tests and the trials and adversity, the ups and downs of this life the ins and outs, the pains and sorrows yes, yes. and weakness and sickness. Mm -hmm. Let us keep the faith. Yes, Lord. Let us not only keep it, let us contend for it mm -hmm. as it was once given. Thank Father, you. thank you for Jesus Christ dying for our sins. Amen. 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 Just listening a couple weeks ago, this, this verse came up. This verse came up when Deacon Jeremy was teaching, and it came up, and it just it just stuck to me, you know. And I'm and I'm sitting here, and and one of the things that happens when when I prepare to preach a verse, I get a good understanding of what that verse means. This is what I was I was saying with with, with Deacon Jeremy and 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 Columbus. When you teaching something, when you prepare to teach a verse, it's a whole lot. It, it comes at you a whole lot different than when you hearing someone. Teach it to you. Amen. So when I look at verse number seven, it, I mean, it just it just screams at what we need as believers. And, and, I, and I think I think one of the things that a, that a preacher has to do, you, 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 I mean, you have to preach what's going on in the world. Sometimes you have to you have to preach where the, where the people are at. And, and these are times where if we're not prepared, if we're not taught, we can be we can fall into fear. Amen. We can easily fall into fear. And, and, and fear is a strong emotion. 
It's a powerful emotion. So, so, so when we look at these commands, God is, this is a command. This is a command statement. Let me read verse number seven again. Because Timothy obviously was facing some timidity. That, that word Timothy comes from timidity. He, he was challenged. You know, man, imagine following Paul. Imagine being Paul's right-hand man and seeing Paul getting stoned and seeing people taking up fast. They said, we're not going to even eat till we kill Paul. Imagine you with Paul. Okay? So you riding with Paul. So they said they're going to kill Paul. They, they, I mean, they're going to kill anybody that's associated with Paul. So Timothy was like, I don't know, Paul. You, you know, you kind of you rough. Okay? Okay? Dangerous. And, you know, and, and, and honestly, in that day, Christianity, it was, it was dangerous to be a Christian. See, we, we live in a time today, we live in a time today, we, the, the church and Christianity is so compromised, it ain't dangerous being a Christian. It ain't dangerous being, even if you was a Christian back then, it was dangerous. Amen. Folks, folks, you, you got in people's business. Okay? I mean, I, I sent y'all a text, some of you guys got that, that, that message I sent out about how all the apostles died, how they all were martyred. You know, it was dangerous to represent Jesus back then. Okay, today it ain't dangerous. Everybody's a Christian. You know? Everybody's a Christian. Can't tell the difference. Huh. Let's get going. I, I'm not getting through all this. You see all these tabs? Those aren't points. I, I, there's no way I'm getting through all this, but I'm going to take my time. I'm going to take my time. Y'all been in my business already, but, but the world, see the world, the world is living in fear. The world is living in fear. You talk to some people that don't know the Lord and, and they're living in fear. They scared of everything. They are. Let me, I, I got one on this psychiatrist's website. And, and he, gave, he gave 10 things that people are the, the, the people that he see on a regular basis and what they're afraid of. What are, what are their biggest fears? Here's one. Change. Change. Okay? We live in an ever-changing world and people are stuck. They don't want to change. They're afraid of changing. Okay? You might have to, you might have to relocate. I, I, I can only imagine how many people, how many people who were hesitant to leave the South back when, when they had the Underground Railroad. That was a big challenge for a lot of folks. But they knew they had to, if they wanted a better life, they had to leave the South and come North. Now people are going back to the South because the South has changed. But a lot of people never left. A lot of people never left because they were afraid of change. And then, and then I say that change is difficult. Change is difficult. Loneliness was on his list. Loneliness. You know, people, people can you people actually die from loneliness? You know, I used to think people people dying of a broken heart, but now I cover the bereavement part of, of hospice. And and people people are are, are really you you can really lose your health by the way you sorrow and the way you the way you handle death. And difficult situations. So you got change and, and loneliness, failure. Now I don't know why failure was on this list, but failure was on this list. I don't I don't know if people worry about failing anymore. I think people don't even start. Mm-hmm. 
A lot of you don't worry about failing anymore because they, they don't even step out. Okay? Rejection. How about that one on the list? Rejection. Anybody here worried or fear of being rejected? Let me tell you, who we, we, Jesus was or is a what? A man of sorrows. Appointed with grief. Rejected. Jesus was rejected. If you think for one moment as Christian, you're going to serve God and everybody going to accept you? Forget it. Amen. Forget it. You can't go to every party. Amen. You can't go to every function. Amen. You can't go to the, some, some of the ones you're invited to. And, 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 and that's serious. But people of the world, they don't want to be rejected. They want everybody to love them. And what that, what causes, what, what the end result of you want everybody to love you, that means you're going to lower your standards. That's what they call peer group pressure. Some people think it stops at 15. No, it doesn't. There's people in their 50s and 60s that still want to be loved and accepted by everybody. Okay? If you don't love what I love, I, I really don't work. I really, if you don't love what I love... Y'all know the rest of that. Uh-huh. Uncertainty. Okay. We see we, everybody wants guarantees. Okay. We, we, we walk by faith. Faith. We, 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 as people of God, we people of faith. So I can help the psychiatrist. Okay. We walk by faith, not by sight. Sometimes we got to step out on faith. Some things we got to do by faith. Okay. Faith in what? Faith in God. Fear of doom. How about that one? Fear of doom. There are people who are just worried to death. Something terrible is going to happen. Let me tell you something. Something terrible is going to happen. <laughs> okay? Something terrible is going to happen. Don't, don't worry about it. Prepare for it. Okay? Y'all, y'all know the one saying, if you're going to worry, don't pray. And if you're going to pray, don't worry. But you can't do both. You can't worry and pray at the same time. I'm helping this psychiatrist. I'm going to call him and say, I can help you. You need to come to my office. Lay him down on the couch. Some folks, here's another one. Here's another one on his list. Getting hurt. Getting hurt. People worry about getting hurt. Oh, I got hurt before. I don't even know I got hurt in a relationship. Oh, this person. Let me tell you something. Pain is a part of life. And, And most of us, most of us who have been hurt, have been hurt by the people that's closest to us. Okay, it ain't it ain't strangers hurting us. It's folks that we put our trust in and our faith in. Fathers, sons, brothers, cousins, nephews, coworker. I ain't never been hurt by a coworker. I ain't got nothing invested. I ain't hanging out with you after I get off work. I hope I make a little bit of sense. Being judged. Here's one. Folks don't like being judged. You get on TikTok, Facebook, and people on there. Oh, you know, you. I'm sitting there. You know, you. I don't even know you. And then you worry about what somebody say that you don't even know. Crazy. Crazy. I'm not. Let's let's see. I'm I'm done with him. Oh, no, I got the last one. He put this on the, on the list. Loss of freedom. How about that? He put this on the list, and this is how he explained it, though. 
because he's worldly. He said a lot of people worry about their losing their freedom, so they don't want to. They don't want to work. He's explaining why people don't want to work today because they are afraid of losing their freedom. They might have to work overtime. Oh, they may have to work the weekends, or they may have to work on Halloween. <laughs> he didn't say Halloween, but he said holidays. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you the number one thing that that you can lose your freedom by being broke. Being broke, being broke would take away all your freedoms, especially when the gas is six dollars a gallon. You ain't going nowhere on E, okay? Amen. Amen. And, and your steak eating days will be over. Oh, Lord help us. All right, I'm done. I'm done ranting. <sighs> Revelation 21 8. See if you see, see if you see the eight. See if you see the see, if you see if you see the eight, the eight characteristics of a person who ain't right with God who heading to the L-O-L L-O-F how many know what the L-O-F is? <laughs> Land of the free no that <laughs> Claire stop playing okay <laughs> oh Land of the living you know what? It is the land of living, but it really means the it really means the, the lake of fire. Well, folks gonna be living in the lake of fire. You're not go, you're not going to the lake of fire and drown, okay? But 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 God is speaking to 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 John, and he's saying this about he's saying this here about people who ain't right with God. He says the fearful. There's our word. God didn't give us a spirit of fear. And if God didn't give it to us, there's only one other source. Satan gave it to us. Satan gave us the, the spirit of fear. Then he said, the fearful and the unbelieving. Let me, let me talk about the fearful. What's that mean in this context? Because he's talking to Christians. He's talking to people who once proclaimed that they were Christians. Okay? But, but fearful here means cowardly. Here, here it means Revelation 21 8. Here, here it means, here it means people who, when they face persecution, when they first face opposition to what they believe, they quit. They recant it. They said it's not worth it if I gotta suffer. Okay? The unbelieving. The unbelieving. Some, you know, the unbelieving here in the biblical term means somebody you can't trust. Think about that. I got a guy. The new job I took with hospice, with the hospice job. There's a person there who we had a meeting. I mean, let's put it like this. We had a meeting. The meeting started at 1030. Did I tell you this story, Jim? The meeting started at 1030. Everybody's there. 1025, 1026, 1027. And then this person showed up at 1029. And everybody in there was like, yay. It was, it was like, they was like ready to throw confetti up. Because he for once showed up on time. 
That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That person, that's the kind of person you can't trust. If I tell you I'm going to be here, I'm going to be here. You already know that. If I, if I tell you I'm gonna, if we have a Wednesday night's Bible study, I'm going to be here. And I ain't, I ain't showing up when y'all show up. See, the, the, the teacher can't show up when the class show up. The pre- preacher can't show up. I can't show up at 11 o'clock. Well, y'all didn't already start singing and stuff. Y'all didn't went through everything and then I show up. With my golf clothes on. <laughs> I got nine in. The abominable. How many of you know what abominable means in that sense? Because these folks ain't going to heaven. These folks are going to the lake of fire. They're going to, they're going to undergo the second death. That the death that has no resurrection and can never enter or disturb the holy place of the glorious city. They're not going to the glorious city. He's saying the abominable. How many know what that word means? Hmm? The abominable means you, 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 you own everything that's against God. Okay? Y'all hear all this stuff we hear and all this crazy stuff. I turned the news off. I turned it all off. Honestly, I'm like Amish. Because Amen. Amen. <laughs> I'm sitting here watching, watching people, parents taking their little kids to see drag queens and stuff. Oh, I'm sitting here like, look, and they just promoting it. Because when they put it on TV, they promoting it. They're not condemning it. They're promoting it. And I'm sitting here like, wow, what's the Maya got to face? Murderers. How about that one? Murderers. Now listen, I ain't going. I'm not condemning them. If you pro life, pro choice, I'm pro life. Y'all already know that. I, I used to tell. I used to tell the the staff when I worked at the with the kids at the prison. Them kids were so bad. They got on my nerves so bad. Oh my goodness, they got on my nerves. I got to where I I got to where, I got to a place where I have never been. Where I didn't want to go to work. Now, them kids would get on your nerves so bad because they were so out of control. And I said, you know what? I came here 10 years ago and I walked in this facility working with these kids. I was pro-life. <laughs> Still pro-life. But they was, oh, man, they gave me a whole lot of reasons. They gave me more reasons than earth, wind, and fire. Woo! <laughs> okay. Listen, murderers. I, I said that. You know, you know, folks. Folks. Folks are bent, hell bent on murdering babies. I, 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 I mean, I, I'm, I'm always to the point where I can understand. Hey, look, we made a mistake. You know, you had an abortion or whatever. But to be out having rallies and and fighting for it and ready to burn down the country because of it, man, that's indifferent to sound logic. Whoremongers. I got to explain that one. We all been there, see? I don't want to get into your own business. <laughs> okay. Got to keep moving on. I ain't got to explain whoremongers, right? All right. Sorcerers. How about that one? We've we, we been talking about sorcery. Y'all know what sorcery is? No, it ain't trickery. Sorcery is, is, is what they can do with with. It really means pharmaceuticals. 
Okay, drugs. America loves drugs. How many of y'all know that? How many of y'all seen that? Where, where, where I heard they, 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 got, they got fentanyl coming in the country now. And they're getting ready to hand it out for trick-or-treat. It look like Skittles. Now I love me some Skittles. Now, can't even eat no Skittles. I mean, they got some fentanyl. They be like, and then I know some of y'all be saying, like, you know, he was on drugs. I just ate some Skittles, man. You don't need much fentanyl, do you, Jake? You don't need much fentanyl, do you? Touch it and lick it off your fingers. Idolaters. I'm just going to quickly go down this list because I'm not getting all through all this in a week. Idolaters. How many know what an idolater is? Anything you put before God. You, you, you know, folks have been up early, early than y'all. Y'all in here talking about this cold. All right. Idolaters has already been in the Muni parking lot in Cleveland by the lake since 8 o'clock this morning, barbecuing it outside, getting ready for the game at 1 o'clock. Downtown, they've they, they been, some of, them, some of them spend the night outside so they can get a good spot. And y'all in here shivering. <laughs> I'm so serious. They, they, they love, they, 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 they love Sports in the NFL more than anything. What would it take for us to do that? Think about it. What would it take for me to say, you know, we're going to cancel church this morning and I'm taking, we're going to the football game. Think about that. Ain't happening, is it? Uh-uh. What would happen if, 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 if y'all say, well, poor pastor, well, he had tickets to the football game. He went to the game. What would y'all think? <laughs> Sitting there waiting, waiting on him. I was at a church once, a pastor came in, it was like January, and he had on all this flannel stuff, you know, that air-looking stuff, and he, he preached in that. And it was first Sunday, and he said, he said, well, I, I just put communion at the door so y'all can take it because I got to go, I got tickets to the Browns game. And, and he cut the service short, you know, we got out of there like quarter after, quarter after 11 because he said, I got to be on the road by at least 1130 to get there by 1. And I was done. I was done. I was done. I was done. That's idolatry. Then it says all liars. Keep on going, Pastor. Keep on going, Pastor. Don't be fearful and afraid. That's our first point. Don't be fearful and afraid. Okay? What do you got to be afraid of? If God be with us, who can be against us? Here's a wonderful story. Here's a wonderful story. 22,000 plus 10,000 equal 32,000. All right? So here's, here's in Judges 7. Y'all know this story. We, we just covered it six months ago or so in Sunday school. And it's a fascinating story. It's fascinating to me to read all the time. But here's Gideon. And God is speaking to Gideon. And Gideon, Gideon is getting ready to overtake the Midianites. And in Judges 7, 1, it says, Then Jeroboam, who is Gideon, and all the people that were with him, 32,000. All the people that were with him, 32,000. You'd be like, Gideon got 32,000. They're all bad boys. Okay? There's some churches in America with 32,000 members. 
Okay? And listen, and all they were with him, watch this, and rose up early and pitched beside the well of Haran. If y'all follow me in Judges 7 1. And, and so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side of them by the hill of Moran in the valley. The Midianites could see this wonderful great army surrounding them 32,000 people. That's a lot of people. What a powerful looking army, huh? Looks can be deceiving, can't they? Oh, yeah, they can. And the Lord said to Gideon, verse number two of, of Judges 7. And the Lord said to Gideon, he says this to Gideon. The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Now, 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 be, be critical when you read this. Because sometimes we read scripture too fast. Then when I, when, I, when, when, when Deacon Jeremy teaches, I say, I, we, I be like, slow down, Jeremy, slow down. Because you got to catch that. He's teachable. He got teachable spirits. So I can say that. Some people, I have to say, you know, like, yeah, you know, who you, you just say, you don't know nothing. <laughs> Old man. Did you, did, did y'all catch what's happening here? Because this is important. Sylvia, this is an important part of this verse. I hope you catch it. I'm in, I, I, I call her out because I know she think like that. Watch what happened. Let me read it again real slow. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many. Watch this now. Here's the key. For me to give the Midianites into their hand. They, they, wouldn't have, they didn't have to do nothing. They weren't out there kung fu fighting or nothing. He was, he was, no, they didn't have to do nothing. God was, the victory was already sealed before they even lined up. Okay? He didn't want them to get the big head. Ain't nothing like a, ain't nothing like a weak, cowardly person talking smack. <laughs> Seriously, you ever had somebody, you ever had somebody, you know you slap their head off talking smack. Be like this tall, talking like, man. I'm like, ooh. Help me, Jesus. Watch this. He says, and the Lord said to Gideon, verse 2 again, this is so important. The people that are with thee are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel, the little people, vaunt themselves up against me. See, once you think you're bad, see, this is why a lot of people don't come to the Lord, because they think they're better than the Lord. They're the self-made man. They don't need the Lord. You ever talk to somebody, they don't need the Lord. Why don't they need the Lord? Because they, they, they think they can do it on their own. So the Lord caught that and said, so they'll vault themselves against, up against me, saying, my own hands saved me. They weren't going to give God no credit. They weren't going to give God no glory. They weren't going to be like David. They weren't going to be like David. Okay, and David, David gave the Lord glory. Remember, David was out and 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 with fighting with the with the giant, and 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 and, and Saul said, "Well, David, you can't." He said, "He said the Lord delivered me from a lion and a bear, and who is this uncircumcised Philistine?" He get, see he his trust wasn't in himself; it was in the Lord. Now watch this. Watch this. 
Church is full of fake, fake Christians now. I'm telling you. See, y'all, y'all tell me, oh, Pastor, you shouldn't be saying that. I, I listen, I just say what I have to say. Because if you go to one of these 32,000 member churches and you told them, listen, here's what you got to do, something that, that was uncomfortable, most of them will walk too. Watch what he says in verse 3. He said, now, there go, therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people. That, you know, that's, that's I mean, make sure they understand. Okay? Make sure they understand. Proclaim in the ears of the people. Make sure they understand. Saying. Saying. God's given, God's given directions. See, so, see, I, see I, I, I get puzzled when people say, well, God got to talk to me in an unknown language. God ain't talking to nobody in the Bible in an unknown language. God is talking to people in a language that they clearly understand. Somebody start telling you, uh, God speak, me and God speak, I speak to God. And God don't need you to speak to him in unintelligible languages. He knows what's going on in your mouth before you even say it. Watch this. Now there go for, there go, he said, now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people saying, whosoever is fearful and afraid. It sounds like them people was just like, Dying to get out of this. They lined up and they acted bad, but they wasn't. And let him return and depart from and depart early from the Mount Gilead. And there returned of the people twenty and two thousand. And there remained ten thousand. How about that? Stay with me. This is a good text. God ain't called us to be fearful. God did not give us spirit of fear. That's our text. Listen. Look at verse 4. And the Lord said to Gideon, how many they got left? 10,000. Still too many. He said the people yet are too many. Bring them down to the water. Okay, take me to the water. Okay, and I will try them. I will test them. I will judge them. I will prove them for thee, for thee there. He's going to prove them for Gideon there. Sound like Gideon was like, well, you know, 10,000 should be enough. Don't take no more. Hmm. Watch this now. And it shall be, still in verse 4, that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee. The same shall go with thee. And whosoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee. The same shall go with thee. He's getting ready to test them. Okay? Okay? This, this, is, this is interesting to me. And he brought down the people to the, unto the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, Every one that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shall thou set beside. These are the ones you want, Gideon. You want, you want these dog lappers. Okay? You want, you want the dog lappers. You, you okay? They ready. They alert. They paying attention. Okay? They're not trying to get full. And then he says, likewise, everyone that bowed down upon his knees to drink. What's happening here? 
You, you, you hear me? Let, me? let me give you a little illustration of what might be happening. The, see, the dog lappers, the dog lappers, they, they standing there and they just lapping. They looking around. They alert. They ready for battle. All they want to do is quench their thirst. But these folks who are kneeling down, they, they, they taking water bottles. They filling up water bottles and stuff. I see this stuff. I see this stuff at the gym. I go to the gym. Folks ain't working out none. Always at the water fountain. All, yeah, I mean, they come in. They come in with a water bottles and stuff and ain't doing nothing. Ain't broke a sweat. But they always drinking water. Like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm watching it because I'm, I'm just a watcher. Okay? And I say, look at this dude over here been talking about politics and the Browns and, and, and ain't done no work but drinking water. Ain't worked up a thirst. Say with me. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now watch. Now watch. Verse 6. And the number of them that lapped. Lapped. Lapping. <coughs> Looking around, watching, ready to go to war. Putting their hand to their mouth were 300 men. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. <sighs> and the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men that lapped, will I save you? How about that? And there, there, was, there was one movie. I didn't have, still haven't watched the whole thing. I watched some excerpts of it on YouTube. But it's called 300. Bad boys. And he said, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into thy hand and let all the other people go, every man to his place. See, God has not given us the spirit of fear. Okay? These, these men weren't prepared for battle. Now, somebody would ask and give application, how do Christians fight fear? That would be the question. If I was fearful, how do Christians fight fear? Or somebody say, Pastor, you ain't fearful. How did, how did I become not fearful? Okay? Okay? How did I get to the point where I don't care what y'all think about me? As long as I'm standing on the word of God. Amen. I don't care. Horizontally, I've said it over the years. I don't, I'm not worried horizontally. I'm worried parallel. I'm worried about what the Lord think of me. When I leave out of this pulpit, I'm not worried. But I ain't like that. <laughs> that wasn't for me. Okay? And listen, it, <laughs> I don't know who it was for. God gave it to me, though. Okay? So how do we fight fear? Somebody say, well, how do I fight fear? I want to I I I be one of the 300. Read, study, and meditate on the word of God. And trust in God and his word. How about that? Trust the Lord. How do we trust the Lord if we don't know the word of God? How do we trust the Lord if we're not studying his word? Okay? Remember who you are. Remember who you are and whose you are. How about that? Whose you are. Is that a word? Okay? Here's one. Here's one. We said it last week. Let a man what? Ex examine yourself. Ex inspect yourself. Examine the, the company you keep. See, the company you keep can, can do a lot of damage to you. 
Spending time with people who don't share the, the love of God like you do. And I'm not saying we shouldn't go out and testify of God's goodness and his grace and his mercy. But we got to be careful. We befriend folks. And we spend too much time, I'm, I'm, even if it's family. Okay? Because they, they if they're not hungry and thirst for the word, they'll take yours away. Amen. Or they'll try. They'll try. I know that's true. Let me, let, me, let me give you a scripture. I wish Mary was here. Put a scripture on it. Okay? Watch this scripture. This one y'all know. If, if Chester was here, I wouldn't even have to read it. I would say, Deacon Nails, give me that Psalm 1-1. Okay? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. How about that? Amen. See, ungodly people are going to give you ungodly counsel. Ungodly people ain't gonna talk, ain't gonna tell you how how thus say the Lord. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners. Now you sometimes you can't help standing around them. But when you invite yourself into their presence, when you invite yourself into their world, then you gotta be careful. Okay? Nor standing in the way of sinners, nor sitteth. In the seat of the scornful. Now, what's it? somebody said, Pastor, what's scornful? People scornful. They're going to scorn you. They're going to scorn your God. If you scorn me, you're scorning my God because I'm representing. And if you don't like the way I represent, then you don't like the God I represent. Okay? Ah, uh, here we go. Here we go. We're going to fight fear. But his delight. His delight. This man of God, this woman of God, this woman of God who, who wants to fight fear. Who wants to be strong in the world and want to be, excuse me, strong in the Lord and strong in the scriptures. Here's what that person is going to do. He's going to delight in the law of the Lord. And in his law do he meditate day and night. He meditate day and night can mean in the morning and in the evening or can mean when things are good and when things are bad. Okay? And then it says this. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That, that word planted means that, that tree has been transplanted. That's been moved from a, from a dry place where we're not getting any nutrition to a place next to where it's going to be filled with nutrients. Okay? And that's what you want to be. You want to fight fear? You want to you be around. You want to be around nutritious company. Amen. Ain't that something? Okay, and you don't ever want your company to, to, to squash your word. You want to, you don't want all they keep on going after you. I don't know if I believe. I don't know. I'm gonna keep giving you the word. Keep giving them the word. And if they if they keep coming around you, and you know you being faithful to the scripture, then you may be drawing them. They may be just coming in. See, all fish don't come in like bluegills. See, see, you get a bluegill popping right out of the water. Natives, you know you got a blue girl because your barber is going around circles. See, Columbus don't think I know nothing about fishing. I, I'm a fisherman. Bluegill, you got bluegills. It's just circling around, come up out of water. Nobody want no bluegills. <laughs> cut them up and use them for cut bait. That's what we used to do. I want, I want, I want, you know, I want to go walleye fishing with that walleye. You know, you want to on a on a crew, a excursion, a walleye, whatever they call that, and 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 you out there, they got the fish finder. See, they got the fish finder now, and you ride over the fish. They say fish, 
And they say, poles down. And you drop them poles. And the next thing you know, all them poles is bending over and you pulling a wall out. You pull a wall out from 60 feet deep in Lake Erie, you, you done done some work. Your forearms is on fire, you burning. And sometimes some folks is like that. Some folks is like that. You may spend, you may spend 20 years trying to reel them in. <laughs> oh man, you got the hook in them and they, you know, they, they, they come out, you ever go see them bass, they jump up out of the water and, and you got to work with some folks. But you never change the bait. The bait is always the gospel of Jesus Christ. See, we want to reel people in. We, we want to use the world as the bait. You can't use the world as the bait. You can't, oh, I'm going to go trick-or-treating with you just because, you know, I'm going to go trick-or-treating. I ain't going trick-or-treating. I ain't sitting out no candy. I'm turning all the lights up. I know I'm old, though. See, you old, man. When I went trick-or-treating, all I did was wait for almost the night to be over to snatch everybody's bags. <laughs> I was a bully. He's like, look at that big old bag that kid got. <laughs> that kid probably traumatized now. <laughs> he probably had the psych, man. I was a little man. This big old black dude took my bag. You always go to the white neighborhoods because they gave the best candy out. You know, I wasn't going to the hoods that's going to buy back. <laughs> that's too much information, ain't it? <laughs> I ain't stashing nobody's bag now. They'd be like, here, get an old man, get some fentanyl. Take these fentanyl Skittles. Let's talk about the spirit of fear one more time. God has delivered us from the spirit of fear. This is, these are great verses. I'm, I'm, I'm about to close. Ephesians 2, 2, watch this. He says, where in time past, you walk according to the course of the world. Didn't we? We walked according to the course of the world. Okay? And loved it. Now watch. According. See, somebody say, well, well, if God didn't give us the spirit of fear, who did? Here, here's your answer. Where in time past we walked, ye walked according to the course of the world of this world, according to who? The prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. And that word disobedience is big. I just told y'all some of this stuff. I, I, I ain't proud of everything that my childhood did, but thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. For by grace you are saved yeah. through faith and not of yourself. It is a gift of God. What if we serve the how how could we even how could we even think we sit up in this church if God is not a God of forgiveness and a God that will forgive and forget your sins? How about that? Look at this next verse. This 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 these next two. This this one is interesting. And I want y'all really Really think about what I'm saying here, what this verse is saying here in 1 John 4, 4. In 1 John 4, 4, watch what it says. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I was just in a different world this week, and, and some of the things that was really, the scriptures were really jumping off the page for me. And you get like that, that's a beautiful thing when the scriptures just start screaming at you. Okay? He says, 1 John 4, 4, he said, ye are of God. 
Now, this is John talking to these, these Christians. And remember, these were apostles. So he looked out there. He knew. He had apostolic authority from God that he had discernment. He knew he was talking to people that really loved the Lord. He really, they really loved the Lord. And, 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 and John emphatically says, ye are of God. That's, that that has to be reassuring. Little children. Watch this. And have overcome them. Overcome them many dominions. Why and how? Here's how. See, John never gave you a, he never answered your question without giving you a good answer. Here's a good answer. Because greater is he that is in you than he, little, little H, that is in the world. How about that? Verse 5, watch. They are of the world. They are of the world. Therefore, they speak of the world. You ever talk to the world of people? What do they talk about? The world. That's all they know. If a, if a worldly person came to your house and started saying, hey, hey, Uncle, Uncle Columbus, let's talk about the word of God. You'd be, you be, you be stunned. You'd be like, what's happening? And you better have word for him. But that's rare. I ain't said it's impossible because with God all things are, are possible. And that, that nephew that you've been ministering to who's been watching you when you didn't know he was watching you may come up one day and say, hey, talk to me. Okay? I was at the gym yesterday working out and, 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 and a young, young man came over to me and said, Looking at me, because, you know, I'll be like, I'll be like incognito. I have my sunglasses on, have my hat on, have my Bose headphones on. And I'll be getting it. I ain't in there to play. Amen. And he said, hey, Pastor Neil, is that you? I looked over at little Jeremy. He all swole up. <laughs> I said, what would you do? All swole up. You know, but, but he, he watching me. See, he, he watching you. You tell somebody you're a Christian. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Be at the mall. Pay attention to how you live. The world's watching. Because the world, the world looking for answers. They ain't finding from, from that psychiatrist. He ain't giving them no answers. Okay? Watch. They are of the world, verse 5. Therefore, speak they of the world. And the world hears them. There's our, there's our word, Margaret. The world understands the world. The world ain't going to understand me unless God is working in that person's heart. So if I come to the, a worldly person talking about the things of God, either if, if God is working in that person's heart, he might hear me. But if God's not, they're going to reject it. Foolishness. See, the things of God are foolishness. Okay? Here's the verse I want to I hammer home. Verse number six. Watch this. First John 4, 6. We are of God. And he that knoweth God heareth us. How about that? How about that? People, people of God want to hear the word of God. They want to hear the word of God. They want to, they want to, they want to be a part of the Bible study. They, I, I sit here this morning and, and, and Margaret said in the class, it was wonderful questions. They want, to, they want answers. They want, to have, they want to know what they know. They want to know what they know. He said, we are of God in, the, in that, and he that knoweth God heareth us, and he that is not of God. This is scripture. He that is not of God heareth not us. Hereby 
know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. One more verse, I'm close. 1 Corinthians 2 and 12. This is a fascinating verse. All of them fascinating to me. The Bible is fascinating to me. See, the Bible ought to be fascinating to the people of God. It ought to, it ought to, it ought to, it ought to make you ask it questions. It ought to make you explain that. Dig. They want to see Google. See, we got Google. We say, Google, explain this. Help me with this. I don't think Google saved, but he, you know, he gets the best answer he got. I know Alexa ain't saved. <laughs> First Corinthians two and twelve, last verse. I wish it wasn't, but I'm gonna pick up. I'm gonna pick this up next week because it's too good to not exhaust it. A preacher used to tell me, "You gotta know when to. You gotta know when to stop." First Corinthians two twelve. Y'all got it. Now we have received. Now we have received. Receive what? Spirit of God. We have received the spirit of God. Not the spirit of the world. See, you don't have to receive the spirit of the world. You are. Say that. You're born with that. You don't have to receive the spirit of the world. You're born with that. Okay. David said what? He said in my, in my, mother's, in my mother's womb. Born in sin. Okay. Shaped in sin. He says. Now we have received not the spirit of the world. Here we go. <clears throat> but the spirit which is of God. You got to have that. Somebody said, well, I don't know if I received it. But you don't know if you received it, you didn't receive it. There you go. Okay? If you, if you, if, I'm just going to keep it real. If you got to sit here and say, well, I don't know if I received the spirit of the God, you ain't got it. Okay? It'll be like, it'll be like, Ordering a Big Mac and no meat in it. <laughs> All mayonnaise. Special sauce. Now we have received, not the spirit of the world. We didn't have to receive that. We, we were born with that. That's why Jesus said, Jesus said to Nicodemus, Nicodemus, you must be born again. Okay? He said, but, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us by God. Isn't it coming a little better? As we, as we, as we walk with the Lord and study God's word and, and have a good time doing it like we do, aren't, aren't we getting stronger and stronger? And then life situations come up, we can put a word on it. We can apply, we can apply some of the things that we've learned from Sunday school and Bible study and preaching and the songs and things we sing. We can apply some of these things to our lives. And, and they're designed to comfort us. Comfort us. I'm comforted when I can put a scripture or a song on, on something that's going on in the world or some kind of blessing God has given me or some kind of way God has shown himself to me. Man, I just thank God. I, I just thank God. Okay. John 1, 12. Watch what he says about receiving. That word receive. Now I look at that word receiving and I say, where's that word? At? I, I know that word is somewhere else in a powerful way. That's a word. Let me read 1 Corinthians 2, 12 once and then I'm going to read 1 John 1, 12 and I'm going to go. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. 
And then John, and John writing and writing about the believers in, in John, the Gospel of John 1 and 12, he says this, but as many as received him, to them gave he. Wait a minute. To them gave he. Those who have received him. Everybody don't get this. See, the churches are full of folks, and, and, and you talk about, yeah, what's it mean to be born again? I don't know. I, I've been going to church all my life. I think being born again means going to church. Being born again don't mean going to church. Okay? There's a whole lot of folks born again can't go to church. Being born again does not mean going to church. It does not mean giving to the church. It's not being, it does not mean you was baptized. A lot of folks baptized that they ain't been born again. Okay? Watch this. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Most of us in here know what it's like to be a son or a daughter. We know what our mother like. We know what our mother don't like. We know what our father like. We know what our father don't like. Okay? And as children of God, the power that he gives us puts us in a relationship with him. And, and, and no, none of us in here want to not please the father that's been so good to us. Amen. Think about that. God has been so good to us. How, what, what kind of son would intentionally want to disappoint him? I'm not saying we don't make mistakes and we're going to fall and we're going to struggle. But, but we're not going to purposely say, you know what, I don't care what God thinks about my behavior or the, or the fact that I'm going to get ready to do this crazy thing. We don't think like that. Watch. Watch this. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. That word believe on his name means trust. Understand, place your faith in. Last verse. Hey, Maya, last verse. Sorry about that. I just, that's just impulsive when I see her. Acts 1.8. I can't find it in my notes, but I know what it says. It says, after you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive what? Power. Power for what? Power to fight fear. How about that? Power to go out into a, a lost world and declare the goodness of God. You know, some, people, some people think it's easy. Testifying, witnessing, telling people about Jesus is not easy. Praying is not easy. Teaching Bible studies in Sunday school is not easy. It's doing daily devotions is not easy. It's not. I hear people say, well, I pray an hour a day. I don't believe that. I don't. I hear it all the time. I'm not saying you. I just don't. I just don't. I just don't believe that. You tell me I pray a couple times a day. I believe that. But you tell me you sit and pray an hour every day. That's a lot. That's a lot. Let's close. Let me read this verse one more time. We're going to pick it up next week, honestly. For God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. 
That, that, that's something mine I want to spend some time with next week. And, and, and the power and love. I want to spend some time with that. Because I, I just believe we got to have sound minds. In, in, in a world where so many people are, don't have sound minds, we ought to have sound minds. We really do. Precious Lord, give us a sound mind. Give us a heart full of love. Take away the spirit of fear if it's in us. Whatever we may fear. Take it away. We have nothing to fear. And give us power. Give us power. Maybe, maybe power to forgive somebody. Maybe power to say I'm sorry. Maybe, the, maybe this power to, to, to just give God glory. Why are you going through? Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you.